Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for this day and this great opportunity to preach the gospel. We thank you because it is the gospel that changed lives. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power. Lord, we thank you and we appreciate you so much. We ask you, Lord, let it penetrate the hearts and minds of someone so they'll be able to hear your word and change their life. We thank you because it is the light to our path. It is the action bread that gives us what we need in order to go another day. So we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus, I am the bread of life. Um, uh, um, First of all, um, I want to thank everybody out there, those people um, that's listened to me on social media um, and all the people that I've touched so many lives um, that is amazing. Uh, uh, Friday night, I I got the call, the dreaded call that every parent hates. I was playing uh, a game with my kids. We played phase 10, and we just had a good time. And Nari and Jay and Arden and I, we were just laughing and bragging because Jay had won the game and all that. And I said, it's time to go to bed, and the phone rung. And then AJ's girlfriend was screaming hollering, you got to get down here. AJ's been shot. And so, you, 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 you know, and it sends you in a panic. And, and so it was, it, was, it was a dreadful call, man. It was, it was tough. It was very challenging. Um, it's amazing. Um, I lost my cousin, my second cousin, his mother and I, first cousin, Moses, who's a very beloved young man, uh, in the process. Uh, very challenging. It's probably, it's, it's probably the most challenging thing I ever dealt with in my life, uh, uh, dealing with this. Uh, but God is so amazing. Uh, he does amazing things. And I, I share that because I want you all to know that I really appreciate all the prayers. Uh, the phone calls, the texts, and everybody just said, we're praying for you and all that. And the prayers of the rights of the village much. So I just want you to know I really, really appreciate you all. Even if I didn't respond, it was just so, it was, it was so overwhelming, so many of them and so many calls. So I just couldn't respond to everybody. And then, you know, emotionally, you're in a place, so it's kind of challenging. And you're dealing with all kind of stuff. But thank you. I want to tell everybody thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Uh, when I get into this word, I just, I just want to share something, um, particularly uh, because I live my life in such a way um, that um, when, when people touch my life, they, they, they'll always be remembered because they came in contact with me. And so, and so I try to share what I teach about the kingdom of God. But Satan is real. So he affected me, man, through my son. I didn't do anything wrong. My wife didn't do anything wrong. We were just having a good time, man. Our kids, man. But my son got caught up. And what happened to him, man, impacted me. Um, the enemy, it's not about race. It's not, it's not the black-on-black crime. It's not the white crime. It's, it's, it's satanic. I want you to understand something. Jesus said it in John 10 and 10, that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. I want you to hear this now. Uh, Kids involve a lot of stuff. You know, people say a lot of stuff. But here's the thing I want you to understand. Satan is after us. I don't care who you are. I mean, you ain't exempt from it. You know, I don't care if I live the life. I preach the gospel. I love it. But what happened to AJ impacted me, man, in a major way. And I didn't do nothing except love the Lord. Does not matter. You can be good, you can be great, but the enemy can attack your family, and then it affect. And when he attack, 
what happened, it affected thousands of people across the country. My phone, people was calling me from all over the country because I touched so many lives. And it impacted them. They was emotionally drained because of what I was going through. AJ's not their son. Some of them don't even know AJ. But because they know me and what I'm going through, it affected. That's the impact of Satan. How he can impact so many people even though you didn't do anything. So the enemy tries to get us, man, to kill, steal, and destroy. And and, And I share that and I tell people all the time, our job is to love people. And don't you fool yourself and they're thinking you exempt because you're not exempt. When you live in righteousness, man, Satan is coming after you. We went, I went to the, the, the uh, and I went to the, uh, uh, the hospital and we got down and it was like chaotic, man. These, those young girls were screaming and hollering, you know, and I was here because he was not the only one shot, you know, and they just screaming and hollering. And so I got down there and I just, and I'm there, and I talked to the security guard. I said, I need to see my son. I said, I'm, I gave my ID. I told him who I was because I know it's a, a murder just ha- has taken place. Uh, kid had been shot, so they're not letting anybody in. So I showed him my ID. I'm the father. And so he said, wait, wait a minute. Just wait for a while. You know, we can't do anything. I said, I'm good. And so we waited for about an hour, and, and the guy just kept coming. I said, I said it's going to be all right. I said, we're going to trust the process, right? And I share this with you because he said, we, we finally got back there about an hour and a half. Uh, my wife and I got back to CAJ. And then the security guard personally, man, walked me all, he was in room 46, walked me all the way back to his room. And the whole time, he said, man, thank you. He said, thank you. I said, no. I said, no, thank you. He said, no, no, thank you. He said, I promise you, thank you. He said, the way you guys handled this is amazing. He said, don't happen this way. He says, I appreciate this so much. So we there, we stayed at 3 o'clock. He was there and we was leaving. The security guys on the way out, they said, thank you. Thank, they was thanking us so much. And the thing, and I share that with you, is because my faith in God. And I tell you that, man, So because you're going to be faced with what I'm faced with. It may not be a murder. It may not be something else. But you're going to be faced with something when Satan's going to attack your family. And the enemy want to know how you're going to respond. Right? And so you have to let your light so shine that... Men may see your good works. They got to see the God in you. Yeah. Right? They got to see the God. He, they got to see the God in you. All right? That's important. I want you guys to understand that, young people, because it is nuts in Muskegon right now, but not just Muskegon. I called my brother in Jackson, Mississippi. He says it's happening in Greenwood, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, Edelbena. It's happening all over the country. Right? So the enemy is just picking them off. Right? Now, so... So, so I got that out, right? So I know people want to know. So some people in the man, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle this, man? You know, so I know everybody. So everybody, that, you got it. That's the, that's the Durham 2.0 version of it. Right? All right, now. Now, it, it, now that it brings into the message, and, and, and I didn't mind shit because it brings in the message. So Jesus, I am the bread of life. He said, now, uh, now here's seven I am statements. Right, so Jesus just fed five thousand, and uh, and so they was excited. They wanted to make him king, and all this. He had to run off, and all that. All right, but the power. Jesus was trying to get them to understand something. He says, "I am the bread of life." Now, I want you guys to get this. Don't miss this. He said, "I am the bread 
of life, right? Now, remember this now. Uh, uh, it's important because in John 35, it says, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Watch this. Whoever comes to me would never hunger again. Whoever believes in me would never thirst, right? Now, bread, bread is a symbolic representation of God sustaining, I say power, right? And so understand, man, bread is the very thing, man, that, that gives us life. So when a prisoner is in jail or whatever in prison, uh, the, the minimum they might give you is some water and bread just to keep you alive because it would give you life. Jesus, I'm that source. He said, I'm the one. He says, when you're going through what you're going through, he says, when, when, when your life takes a tailspin, you got to be involved. You got to have me inside of you. You, you got to consume me because you don't have it within yourself to deal with this. You don't have the power to deal with it. You can't handle it. It's too much for you, right? Only way you can manage this piece is you got to have me and so you got to eat me. You got to consume me. He said, I'm the bread of life. So Jesus alone is our source of spiritual life. Now, life is more than just physical, right? Uh, We're dealing with things, man, where God himself, right, has to be working on the inside. Because when things happen, the only thing that can bring you through it is going to be your relationship, man, with God. You know, I'm sure, man, that... uh, People have lost their minds and never recovered because they had a tragedy in their life, right? They got, some, they got a thing called uh, ACEs, ad, adverse, childhood, um, adverse Childhood Trauma, something like that. And what happens is kids get traumatized at an age, and it impacts their life in such a way that it, it goes into their marriages years later, right? And, and that's how powerful Satan is, Right? But God has a, a tool, uh, something that he injects in us that gives us something, man, that the world don't have. And it's called the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit, man, he infuses us with the Holy Spirit. And whatever we come up against is able to pull us through it, Lance. It's the very thing, man, that helps us through it because we get to see God at work. And you have to always vision him. And he's there with you. He said, i never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He said, i never do it. He said, i never, ever do it. He said, I'm always going to be there for you. Right? And so it's important to understand. So when he gave you his spirit, he gave you something. Right? And that's why you got to continue to feed it so it can grow and become stronger and stronger and stronger. Because you're going to be faced with Satan, man, face to face. I promise you, if I tell people to stand up uh, when they had an encounter with Satan, uh, they, they, everybody would turn up. They said, they said well, I, I don't never. I said, have you ever been face to face with something, man, that was so traumatizing that you're like, man, I, hate, I, I wish it had never happened to me. Then you had him. You saw him. Because he came to try to break you down and destroy you. It may have been your mama being sick. It may have been somebody got raped. It may have been your, your daddy tried to do something to you. The man you trusted with everything inside of you. Or, or, or the woman you say you love so much uh, sold you to the guy next door for some drugs. And you couldn't understand why they did this to you. Or, 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 
or you got beat up or you got bullied and all you was, was being nice in school. But because you were feminine and they thought you shouldn't be feminine and, and they don't even know you, they beat you up. Because you, you weren't supposed to be feminine. So they teased you and they bullied you or, or they didn't like your hair. That was Satan working. And it was so traumatizing you. Some kids, it was so traumatizing, they literally killed themselves. They literally committed suicide. Satan made them kill themselves. That's how powerful this is. The only thing, the only way you can combat it, man, you got to have God for real on the inside. So he said, I am the bread of life. He said, you got to consume me to deal with him. You can't deal with Satan apart from me. I don't care who, I don't care, you can go to all the universes you want to. You can be smart as you want to. He said, if you don't believe me, he said, I got a lot of doctors that committed suicide. I got a lot of engineers who ended it all. Right? He said, because they couldn't handle life. He said, but I'm life. They said, well, I don't need Jesus. But, but you can't deal with Satan without him. You, you can't deal with him. He's too much. You know, he knows everything about you. John 37, it says, However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. Now, listen. Listen what, listen what he said. Those that got, now, listen. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Satan was throwing stuff at you. And he made you believe, man, that God didn't love you no more. I'm going through all this stuff. I know there's no way God would let me go through this here. But here's what he says. Here's the writer says. Those the Father has given me, listen to Jesus, will come to me, he said, and I will never reject you. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what they say. I'm telling you, I'm walking with you. He said, I'm with you every step of the way. He says, for I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. And this is the will of God that I should not lose not a one. Man, that's confidence. He said, not a one. He said, Satan, not a one. I'm not losing a one. He said, I'm in this game to win it. Right? He said, and this is, my, this, is the, this is my father's will for me. He sent me down here for you. When you accepted me as your Lord and Savior, you don't know what you did. You partnered with, with the most powerful entity man ever in life. God himself. And, and the thing, he said, and I'm with you. He said, and here's the thing. When you're in a dark alley, I'm going to shine the light. He said, I'm going to be your light. He said, I am the light of the world. He said, I'm going to give you a path. He says, I don't care what it looks like. I'm always going to show you a way out. He said, I'm always going to allow you to see Satan. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with your will, but I'm going to let you see him. Now, you got to make a decision. Now, what? The more you consume him, the more you can resist him. But if you don't eat the bread, if you don't consume him, he's going to shine the light, but you ain't going to have no power to resist him. Right? 
And so, because he's going to shine a light for you because God sent him down just for you. It's not an accident that you accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. And listen to what he says. For it is my father's will that all who see his son. Now watch this here. This is the, Derek is it. Not only see him, he says, and believe. Everybody say believe. believe. But now listen, it's important to understand that you can read the book but not consume it. Now listen, now this is a powerful book. He'll, he'll this is smart. You know, he'll a pretty smart guy, right? You know, it's a smart, this is a good book. So you got this book and, and you're dealing with it you look at something. It's a powerful book. How many people got books at your house? Raise your hand. Put your hand down. How many of you got books at your house you ain't never read yet? Right. Now, here's the deal, uh, uh, Mr. Rainey. Here, I mean, Mr. Rainey. Mr. Smith. I always okay. Man, I'll get her first and last name. Listen, this is important, Mr. Smith. You got the knowledge, but you won't consume it. The answer is in the book, but you won't open it. If you don't consume it, you'll never be able to deal with what the book is telling you what you can handle. It's there, but I won't open it and figure out how to do it. The answer is there, but if I don't open it and start digesting it, I don't know how to deal with the situation. So when tragedy hits, I want to give up. That's why Satan said, don't open the book. Leave it closed. As long as you leave it closed, I got power. Once you open it and start digesting, then you got the power. Then no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So now, now the, the real evidence is you believe in it is I got to ingest it. Don't tell me you believe me, but you won't do what I said. I believe the word, but I won't consume it. You know, I, 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 a lot of us know Jesus in here, but he's just a, a person in, on pages. He said, you got to eat me. He said, you, you, got, to, you got to eat all of me. He said, you got to get me so down so they can't tell the difference between me and you. So when they see you, they see me. I call it Jesus with skin on it. So when I'm mad and I'm in the heat of the battle, I don't lose because I represent the king. And because I've been consuming him, when things hit, I look to the hills from what's coming to my help. I know my help. But you know how I know that? You know how I know? Because I opened the book and I ate some of it. But if I didn't open the book, man, I can't quote that scripture. You know, I, I can't take that way. It won't give me life because I don't even know it's there. I told a young man one time, he's, he's a man, oh, that Christian thing. And I said, man, you don't even know. You ain't never read the book. If you ain't read the book, you're going to know what people tell you. All right, now. I'm excited. Now, so, so, now listen to John in 47. He said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes. Now, but, now listen, we, we, it's not that superficial stuff. He said that you really believe that Jesus is who he say he is. You got to really believe that he is 
who he say he is. You got to believe he is the great I am. He said, if you do it, he said, you got eternal life. He said, if you do it, man, you connected with the Father. He says, listen, and no good thing he'll withhold from you. He got you. Listen, he got you, and even in the middle of it, you'll start to see the God in it. You know, so, so I'm on the way. I'm on my way to the hospital, and, and I'm driving, and I said, okay, God, I don't know what's the deal. I don't know if he's dead or alive. I said, but you in charge. I said, so when I get there, I know you're in charge. So however, however it play out, I know one thing for sure, that I have the Holy Spirit and you work on my behalf. So however it turns out, whatever I run into, I think you're in control of this thing. Where did I get that from? Because I took the book and I opened it and I ate it. And I ate it. And, and I believe it. I said, now, God, that you told me you was a healer. I said, now, listen, I don't know what it is, but I need you to go to the hospital right now. I said, I don't want this thing fatal for my son. I said, now, now, now it's your will, but you told me to ask what I want. And, uh, 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 and it was amazing, uh, but they shot him, and when they shot him, Mr. Smith, the bullet penetrated, and it was so powerful that it broke his rib. But watch God. Because his rib was there, the bullet ricocheted and went into a muscle and never damaged the organ. The doctor said if it had just been a couple, just a, a centimeter higher, it would have been over. Now, I just said God, God is. That's just my testimony. Now, so, so, so now, now watch. Now listen, I, I, I got it. Now, I want to go. Uh, and I'm going to wrap this thing up in, in, in eight minutes. I, this is good. Because I got this. This is good. This is good. In Matthew chapter 16. Now, remember Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. Everybody said, I'm the bread of life. Now, you got to consume me, Lance. You got to take me in. I don't care what's going on. I know. It's, uh, he said, but you got to consume me. I want everybody on Cyrus, but you got to hear me. People that's out there on Facebook, you got to deal with this here. Because people are trying to push you away from Jesus. And I'm telling you, man, he's the real deal, right? So, Jesus is having a conversation. And he's so powerful and he's so magnificent and things are happening and he's working miracles and he's doing things. So he asks his disciples a question. He said, what are they saying about me, man? You know how it is, you're in the hood. But Jesus was really from the hood. Right? You know, he wasn't from no eloquent piece. You know, he's a poor guy. He said, man, tell me what they're talking about. What, what they're saying about me, man. What they say, Brad, what, what are they saying about me behind my back? What they're talking about? So he says, and they said, man, you know, some of them, man, listen, man, look, doc, doc, they say, hey, doc, you know, Jesus, man, they, some of them think you Elijah, man. Some of them think you Jeremiah, because, man, the stuff you're doing, man, they, they think you're one of them prophets, right? Uh, they don't think you're the Messiah, man, but they think you got to be one of those special people, right? Uh, and you got to have some kind of relationship with God. And this, they talk this conversation with Jesus, right? Now, 
I'm going to let you eavesdrop in on the conversation. Now, watch verse 16. I mean, verse 15. But who do you say I am, Peter? See, now I get personal here. He get personal. He listen, now, now you've been walking with me. You're the son of miracle and all that. He said, I want to know. Now, I know what they're saying, but you're my homeboy. You've been running with me. You saw me, man. You saw me crying. Tell me what do you think about me. He said, who, 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 who do you say I am? Right? Then Peter says, Peter answers. He says, you are the Messiah. He says, you're the son of the living God. He said, whoa. He said, now listen. I'm telling you, man, I've seen you, and, and I've and I seen the miracles, and I, I watched everything. He said, I know what they're saying about you. I've been in the religious community, in the quarters, what they're talking about. He said, but here's the thing. He says, I believe that you are the Christ. Now, this, this is where they get good at, right? This is where they get good at, all right? He says, so Jesus replies to him. Now, don't miss this. He said, he said, you're blessed, Simon, son of John. He said, because, now watch this here, Derek. He said, because uh, the Pharisees didn't tell you that. You didn't learn that at church. He said, you didn't get that in Bible study. He said, you didn't get that in another community meeting. He says, uh, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. He said, you did not learn this from any human being. I want you to do, you, don't you leave out here missing this. He said, you didn't get this from any, Leah, you didn't get this from no human being. Nobody taught you this, right? He said, God had to reveal it to you. Then he says this. Now I say to you that you, Peter, and this is good. He said, listen, you are Peter. Now listen, watch, this is good, man, I'm, I'm excited. Right? Which means rock. Now watch the solid piece of it. He said, then he says, and upon this rock, he said, I'm going to build my entire church based on your testimony. That's what he said. Based on your testimony, he said, and knowing who you are, he said, I'm going to build my entire church. Now, watch what he says. He says, and what? The devil, this is good, man. The devil in hell and all his enemies, man, can't do nothing with you. They ain't going to be able to do nothing with you. Now, here's the deal. The reason why is because, he says, listen, because you have eaten me. He said, uh, you know when you know that you know, my daughter was showing me uh, a video of Serena Williams when she was 14 years old, and she was getting ready to play some girl that was really good. She was only 14, Brad, and 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 she's a little 14-year-old girl, a little black 14-year-old girl. I got to bring that in, y'all. I ain't racist, but I got to bring it in because it'll make contact. So he said, this little black little with braids on the head and say, how you, so the, the white reporter says, how, uh, how are you going to beat it? He said, yes, I'm going to beat it. How you know? Because I just, I am. He said, you pretty confident. Said, yes, I am confident. <laughs> Why are you confident? Because I can beat it. So then the dad steps in and goes off on the reporter. He said, man, don't you try to break my daughter's confidence she this little young 14-year-old black girl. You trying to, she told you she's the best. She said, I told, she told you uh, uh, that she had confidence. She knew she could beat it. Now, listen, this is going to all make sense in a minute. Uh, I can't say her name, but the number one tennis player in the world just withdrew from the French Open. And she withdrew because they wanted her to do interviews. And she said, I'm not doing no interviews. And she said, well, because I have mental issues and I don't want to deal with it right now. They said, no, you're going to do it. So they find her. She said, well, I'm going to find you all, too. I am not going to play at all. 
then Serena, uh, I think Serena, and started talking. She said, listen, I don't, Venus, I don't listen to them because they don't have what I have. I don't listen to my critics because they can't play like me. They want to be like me, but they can't be me. Now, why do I say all that, right? And the dad says, he really brought it out because that's when racism was real strong. He said, you're not going to break the spirit of my little black daughter. He said, you're not going to do that to her. He said, she told you she was confident. And why? Where did she get it from? Where do you think she got it from? She got it from what's that? Because they're such a strong Christian family. And he drove in the tennis, and he drove in, and she practiced, and she practiced, and she knew she was good, right? And she was confident. I know I can do it. Listen, when I walk out here, man, you can't tell me nothing, because I know God got me. When you consume it, and you consume it, and you consume it, when you face with something, man, you have confidence that even if he don't, I know he's able to. So now watch this here. Now this is good, man. So he told him, he says, and the powers of hell will not conquer it. And this is the thing right here. Hill, the hill, I like you because you're my man. And I want you to remember this piece right here because this is going to help you in basketball. You want me to stop. He said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Now watch this here. Now this is Peter because Peter, Peter consumed it. He said, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth well, we will be permitted in heaven. Now, this, I want you to get this, little hill. I like you, man, because you're a good basketball player, right? He says, listen, man, when you consume this thing and you consume it, watch Peter. And Peter says, Let's, yo, I know who you are. You're the Christ. He said, because you know, the only reason you know is because you ate all of me. And because you did it, whatever you bind on earth, I'm going to bind it in heaven. I'm going to give you some authority like never before. Because you have this confidence in me, and you believe in me, and you trust me, whatever you bind on earth, he said, I'm going to back it in heaven. Whatever you loose, I'm going to back it in heaven. He said, I got you. Why do I have you? Because you ate all of me. He said, you believed in me. He said, you trust in me. Listen, so much so when everybody else was saying you was Elijah. When they were saying you was Jeremiah, you said, I was the Christ. He said, and God revealed it to you. And because he revealed it, he said, listen to me. Don't forget that you're going to have the power to bind and loose. Here's what he told you. You can call on me, Tasha, whenever you're in a jam, and I'm going to come straight from heaven on your behalf. He said, he said, I'm coming to you. He said, I'm going to be there in the drop of a hat. It's going to be like sweet Polly Purebred for the old people, Mr. Mr. Smith. When, when Underdog and was running and Polly got in trouble, oh well! Oh well! It's my underdog. Raise your hand if you know who Underdog is. Yeah, I'm the young folk now, right? And I didn't care, it didn't matter how dark the corner was. Underdog was going to find sweet Polly. Jesus said, I'm going to find you wherever you are. And I'm going to be with you in every situation. He said, I will never leave you, nor, and I'm going to be right by your side. Get him out of hand clap. Let him go. I am the bread of life. You got to eat him. You got to consume him. You can't just read the book. 
You got to digest the book. You got to get it down inside of you. If you don't, if you just look at the pages, you're going to keep on cussing folks out. You're going to keep on stealing. You're going to keep on lying. You're going to keep on manipulating because you have not consumed. But once you stop consuming and it get down inside of you, they're going to look at your hands and they look new. They're going to look at your feet and they do too. Won't he do it? Won't he will? Dr. Abbey, you all right over there? All right. God is good. Everybody stand to your feet. Get the Lord a hand clap. That is why whenever you deal with any situation, uh, you got to look to the hills from where your help come from. Right? You got to consume this. Listen, I challenge you all, everyone in here, I challenge you. You know, I, I'm always calling out the young people, man, but I challenge them because the Bible is a trend of a child the way they should go. If we can, if we don't, if God gave us a gift, if God gave us a gift, and we really, man, connect that gift to God and give him the glory and everything, do you know God is going to magnify the gift? He didn't give it to you for nothing. He wants you to represent him. But you need to know how to use your gift. You got to know about relationship with Christ. You got to accept him. Bow your heads. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you haven't accepted him, just raise your hand if you want him as your Lord and Savior. Put it back down. Raise it up and put it back down. Easy to put it back down. Amen. So let us bow our heads. All right? And I want everybody to say this prayer because somebody raised their hand. So, dear Lord Jesus, today I'm asking you to come into my life and be the Lord of my life. I believe that you died on the cross and rose again. I believe it so much, I'm going to make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You said the prayer, you really believe it in your heart, man. It's just the beginning. It's the first step, man, to everything right. It's the first step to everything right. I'm telling you, life is amazing, man, with God. Apart from God, we can do nothing. But with God, I mean, we can conquer the world, right? Uh, this opportunity for you all to give is a giving time. Uh, first of all, if you want to be a member of the church, raise your hand. If you're interested in being a member of the church, right? Good point. God is good. Amen. Uh, as soon as it's over, come and see me, right? Up here. And then I'm going to have my team, and they're going to tell you what to do, what we're going to do. Like, oh, yeah. Amen. For those who don't know, man, that's, that's, my, that's my old church guy in Christ movement. I can't, I can't move my feet, so I just bounce. Yeah. Everybody else dance, I just like. That's what sports ever do anyway. He's all you do is go down, like down, 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 down. Amen. Hey, it's the time of giving. I want to thank you all so much how you guys have been such a blessing kingdom and keep on giving. Listen, always give a portion to God, set aside a portion for God. It's important to understand God would never let you go without if you make sure you put him first. Put God first in all your giving. Please do that for your sake. Not for kingdom embassy, but for your sake. God's going to bless you like never, ever before. And so if you've been uh, holding your tithe up and your offering up and you've been putting them in the cabinet, you know, t- turn them into the church. Don't hold them. God didn't tell you that. God never told you to put it in the drawer in the socket holders the next week. Never told you that. Right? You need to give it. Really, seriously. So thank you all so much for those who have to give, those who have not. We appreciate you. There's so many different ways you can give online, in person, whatever. Thank you all for your support of the ministry because we can do what we can do. Right? Reminder to everyone, if you have middle school kids, we want to be a part of this academy. 
get in touch with us man, as soon as possible so we can get your kids signed up because I'm going to be calling the guy next week because it starts July 5th. Amen? That's by his. Dear Lord, thank you for the offering. Thank you for all those who gave and all those who have given. Those who don't, do not have to give and they desire to give. I want to thank you for them, for their heart. And Lord, we know you're going to bless them so they'll be able to do it. You know when they're ready and you'll give it to them when it's time to give it to them. Because it's, it's your resources. So we just thank you for it. So as we leave this place, Lord, we never ever want to leave your presence. We thank you for being the bread of life. And Lord, we're going to continue to consume you in every area of our life. We're going to always consume you so we can represent you in every situation. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have an awesome, magnificent day. And I need my couple of people up there to come up real quick. And, uh... Yes. Yes. I'm going to keep it going for a second. Uh...